Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa ala amma ba'd. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. So today inshallah we're continuing with our Names of Allah series. And today we're going to be talking about the name of Allah, Dhul Fadl. Now of course this brings up the discussion, is this really a name of Allah or not, Dhul Fadl? Uh, some scholars would disagree with this, but there, you know, it's a difference of opinion. The main reason is that I want to cover it is number one because it's definitely throughout the Quran and Sunnah. It's it's, it's mentioned uh, multiple times. Also because since it is one of the names of Allah, potentially we should cover it. And thirdly because Subhanallah, uh, it's really fascinating how Allah Taala talks about or uses this particular name in the Quran. And so I thought this was worthy of exploration. So Dhul Fadl uh, can be translated as the possessor of bounty, the one who gives more than what is asked for, more than what he needs to give. The word Dhu means uh, the possessor of, uh, the one who owns something, and Fadl, and the plural being Afdal, means virtue, blessings, or blessing, blessings, and an increase in good. So the name of Allah, Dhul Fadl, is mentioned 13 times. But it's interesting the way it's mentioned. So, Dhul Fadl, the possessor of bounty, uh, with the Alif Lam, Dhul Fadl, Al Alif Lam, Al Fadl, is mentioned six times. Whereas, Dhu Fadlin, the possessor of unlimited all kinds of bounty, is mentioned seven times. So, six and seven, and you get 13. I'd like to take a look at these different ways that they are used in the Quran so we can get an appreciation of how Allah Ta'ala describes himself as Dhu Fadl. It's going to take a minute, inshallah Ta'ala, but hopefully you'll see where it's going uh, near the end, inshallah Ta'ala. So, first and foremost, it seems that Allah Ta'ala uses this name of Allah, Dhu uh, Fadl, as, as for the one that has Alif Lam after it, for, for example, any kind of goodness. When Allah Ta'ala sends goodness to people, Allah says, مَا يَوَدُّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنْ أَهْلِ الْكِتَابِ وَلَا الْمُشْرِكِينَ أَنْ يُنَزَّلَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِنْ خَيْرٍ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ وَاللَّهُ يَخْتَصُّ بِرَحْمَتِهِ مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَاللَّهُ ذُو الْفَضْلِ الْعَظِيمِ uh, neither those who believe from the people of the scriptures nor the polytheists wish that any good should be sent down to you from your Lord. They don't want to see any khair whatsoever. But Allah says what? But Allah selects for his mercy whom he wills, and Allah is the possessor of great bounty. So the first context we're seeing is what? Receiving any kind of good uh, is from Allah. It is a mercy from Allah. So that's the way Allah Ta'ala is using this concept of, or this name of, Dhul uh, Fadl. The second one is more specific. It's guidance. Allah Ta'ala mentions what? قُلْ إِنَّ الْهُدَى هُدَى اللَّهِ That indeed the guidance say that indeed the true guidance is the guidance of Allah. And يُؤْتَ أَحَدٌ مِثْلَ مَا أُوْتِيتُمْ أَوْ يُحَاجُّكُمْ عِنْدَ رَبِّكُمْ قُلْ إِنَّ الْفَضْلَ بِيَدِ اللَّهِ يُؤْتِهِ مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَاللَّهُ وَاسِعٌ عَلِيمٌ يَخْتَصُّ بِرَحْمَتِهِ مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَاللَّهُ ذُو الْفَضْلِ الْعَظِيمِ so Allah says, what? Uh, do you fear lest some, someone be given knowledge like you were given, or that they would be thereby, uh, they, they would thereby argue with you before your Lord? Say, indeed, all bounty is in the hand of Allah. He grants it to whom he wills, and Allah is all-encompassing and wise, and he selects for his mercy whom he wills because he is the possessor of great bounty. So in these two ayat in Surah Ali Imran, ayat 73 and 74, Allah Ta'ala is describing what? Specifically giving guidance. So we have all kinds of good, more specific guidance. What else? Clarity and forgiveness. Allah says, Ya amanu. In lakum So here, now we're seeing this manifestation of the name of Allah, Dhul Fadl, is being manifested with what? With being granted criterion, meaning you have clarity in life. You know right from wrong, good from bad. You know whether to go left or to go right. Whatever decision you have to make, Allah Ta'ala blesses you with that. And also removing your, uh, doing uh, what's it called? Uh, expiation of your sins and forgiving you. And these are all manifestations of Allah being Dhul Fadl. 
Number four is paradise. Allah Ta'ala describes that you need to uh, race towards the forgiveness of your Lord and a garden whose width is like the width of the heavens and the earth prepared for the believers, uh, those who believe in Allah and His messengers. And then Allah says what? That is the bounty of Allah which He gives to whom He wills and Allah is the possessor of great bounty. So paradise of course is a manifestation of Allah Ta'ala being what? Number five is mercy and a light to live by and again forgiveness. Uh, these are all blessings. Allah says, يُؤْتِكُمْ كِفْلَيْنِ مِنْ رَحْمَتِهِ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ نُورًا تَمْشُونَ بِهِ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ وَاللَّهُ غَفُورٌ رَحِيمٌ لِأَلَّا يَعْلَمَ أَهْلُ الْكِتَابِ أَلَّا يَقْدِرُونَ عَلَى شَيْءٍ مِنْ فَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَأَنَّ الْفَضْلَ بِيَدِ اللَّهِ يُؤْتِهِ مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَاللَّهُ ذُو الْفَضْلِ الْعَظِيمِ uh, that Allah Ta'ala says, O oh, you have believed, fear Allah and believe in His Messenger, then he, then, uh, he will then give you a double portion of His mercy and make for you a light by which you walk, uh, uh, you, uh, you will walk and He will forgive you. And Allah's forgiving and merciful. So He's going to give you this light, you'll be guided, you'll uh, have forgiveness, uh, He'll give you a double portion of reward. Uh, this is so that the people of the scripture may know that they are not able to obtain anything from the bounty of Allah and that Allah uh, and that all bounty is in the hands of Allah. He gives it to whom he wills, and Allah is the possessor of great bounty. So again, this concept of light, um, forgiveness, these are all uh, concepts. And then in addition to this, you have the use of this uh, name of Allah, Dhul Fadl, when it comes to future converts, watching the Ummah grow in the future. Allah Ta'ala says what? وَآخِرِينَ مِنْهُمْ لَمَّا يَلْحَقُوا بِهِمْ وَهُوَ لَعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ ذَلِكَ فَضُلُ اللَّهِ يُؤْتِهِ مَا يَشَاءُ وَاللَّهُ ذُو الْفَضْلِ الْعَظِيمُ That, and to others of them who have not yet joined them, uh, and he is the exalted in might and wise. Allah Ta'ala is describing that there are certain people coming that will join the Ummah, that will convert and embrace Islam. And then Allah says, that is the bounty of Allah, which He gives to whom He wills, and Allah is the possessor of great bounty. So what is the summary of these six regarding this name of Allah, Dhul Fadl, with the Alif Lam? That Allah Ta'ala is the one who possesses such great bounty that He can give goodness to whoever He wills. He can guide and give clarity and walk with light to whoever He wills. He can forgive and give mercy to whoever He wills, and He can give paradise to whoever He wills, and he will always make sure that this ummah keeps growing, and that is again a manifestation of his great bounty. So these uh, five points, or you could say, or uh, yeah, if you summarize them as uh, these these five: goodness as one, two is guidance, clarity, and a light to walk with. Number three is forgiveness and mercy. Number four is paradise, and number five is this growth of the ummah. You could summarize these uh, with regards to the context of Dhul Fadl. Then I really find this fascinating. We go to Dhul Fadlin which is without the alif lam, so there is no limitation here. This is the one who possesses all kinds of unlimited bounty, completely uh, unrestricted. So you could say it's a stronger uh, uh, name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's the same one, but used in a, in, a, in a way that gives more emphasis. So what are the contexts in which it comes about? And I want you to take a second to think about this and ask yourself, well, what would seem reasonable to me? You know, if Allah already mentioned um, paradise, Allah already mentioned forgiveness, and Allah already mentioned guidance, Allah already mentioned goodness in general. So it seems that, you know, all these different contexts, I, I don't know what's left. You know, what new context is going to arise? So let's take a look. SubhanAllah, something that I definitely wasn't expecting when I was researching this. And I think you, the, uh, you know, the audience in Shalatad will be surprised as well if you don't already know this. Allah Ta'ala talks about in uh, Surah Baqarah, Ayah number 243, restoring life to the dead uh, as a blessing, specifically so that people do not fear what? Do not fear warfare. 
ألم ترى إلى الذين خرجوا من ديارهم وهم ألوف حضر الموت فقال لهم الله موتوا ثم أحياهم إن الله الذي فضل على الناس ولكن أكثر الناس لا يشكرون So Allah is described as what? Right. So here it says what? Have you not considered those who left their homes in many thousands fearing death? Allah said to them, die, and then he restored them to life. And Allah is full of bounty to the people, but most of the people do not show gratitude. So the specific context is what? The context is, don't be afraid of death. Don't run away thinking that you'll save yourself from death because Allah Ta'ala will take your life whenever he wills. And therefore, you should not fear um, uh, uh, what's it called? You should not fear warfare because you could die at any time. So subhanAllah, that's number one. Let's go on to number two. Number two is the blessing of righteous warfare. Allah says what? وَلَوْ لَا دَفْعُ اللَّهِ النَّاسَ بَعْضَهُمْ بِبَعْضٍ لَفَسَدَتِ الْأَرْضُ وَلَكِنَّ اللَّهَ ذُو فَضْلٍ عَلَى الْعَالَمِينَ Allah says, and if it were not for Allah checking some people by means of other others, the earth would have been corrupted but Allah is full of bounty to all of the worlds. And so this ayah is describing what? That all sorts of corruption and evil and facade would be upon the earth had it not been for warriors who would fight and stop the evildoers. And this again is a reason to bring up what? The name of Allah, Dhu Fadlin, the one who has unlimited bounty. So now you have two contexts regarding warfare, which seems Again, something that you might not expect. What about number three? This is in Surah Ali Imran, ayah number 152. Allah says what? Allah is describing how he's forgiving the believers who disobeyed the Prophet in the battle of Uhud uh, uh, because they disobeyed him. Why? For the love of the war booty. They wanted to go get the ghanima, uh, the war booty, uh, from, the, uh, from, from, the, from the fallen soldiers, from their enemies. And so they left their post. This is a very well-known story of the Battle of Uhud. Allah Ta'ala says, مِنْكُمْ مَنْ يُرِيدُ الدُّنْيَا وَمِنْكُمْ مَنْ يُرِيدُ الْآخِرَةِ ثُمَّ صَرَفَكُمْ عَنْهُمْ لِيَبْتَلِيَكُمْ وَلَقَدْ عَفَى عَنْكُمْ وَاللَّهُ ذُو فَضْلٍ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ among you are some who desire this world, and among you are some who desire the hereafter. Then he turned, uh, turned you back from them, defeated, that he might test you, and he has already forgiven you, and Allah is the possessor of bounty for the believers. So yes, this is describing forgiveness, but specifically forgiveness for who? For the warriors. The warriors who made a mistake, they had good intentions, but then they slipped up, they became more distracted by this dunya. But still, the context is warfare. It seems quite consistent and remarkable. Then what's the next one? Uh, the fourth is uh, Surah Ali Imran, ayah number 147, where Allah Ta'ala is talking about what? The blessing of having the courage to confront the enemy in war and then come back unharmed. Again, warfare. Allah Ta'ala says what? فَانْقَلَبُوا بِنِعْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَفَضْلٍ لَمْ يَمْسَسْهُمْ سُؤٌ وَاتَّبَعُوا رِضْوَانَ اللَّهِ وَاللَّهُ ذُو فَضْلٍ عَظِيمٍ So they returned with favor from Allah and bounty, uh, no harm having touched them, and they pursued the pleasure of Allah, and Allah is the possessor of great bounty, of unbounding, of unlimited bounty. So when is this? Having the courage to go face the enemy and actually coming back without having any sort of damage done to you. So subhanAllah, that is four different contexts, four different instances in which Dhu Fadlin, the one who has unlimited bounty, is specifically addressing who? The warrior, or specifically addressing the context 
of warfare. I personally find this truly remarkable. I was, I was shocked by this. There are a number of other instances, like for example, Allah Ta'ala describes halal provisions. And Allah says, uh, the context is talking about what? Uh, halal provisions that Allah Ta'ala blesses you with uh, halal um, rizq. Inna Allah la fadlin ala nasi akhtarahum la yashkurun. This is in Surah Yunus, ayah number 60. Furthermore, Allah says, uh, talks about what? The promise of Allah's victory will be fulfilled. When Allah Ta'ala describes what in, in Surah 27, which is Surah An-Namr, ayah number 73. But indeed, your Lord is full of bounty for the people. And again, this is the context of what? Giving victory. So this is now a fifth uh, instance in which we're seeing that the context has to do with warfare. And then the last one is uh, in Surah Ghafir, ayah number 61, where Allah Ta'ala is talking about the alternation of night and day. Allahu alladhi ja'ala lakum al-layla litaskunu fihi wal-nahara mubusira inna allaha ladhu fadlin ala al-nasi walakinna akthara al-nasi la yashkurun It is Allah who made for you the night that you may rest therein and the day giving sight. Indeed, Allah is full of bounty to the people but most of the people are not grateful. So subhanAllah, yes of course there is the context of halal provisions and food, there is the alternation of night and day but it seems the vast majority of the context regarding Allah Ta'ala being the one who has unlimited blessings and bounties is specifically for what? For the context of warfare and for victory uh, for the sake of Allah. I think this is truly remarkable and something worthy of consideration. And then when it comes to Fadlullah, there's another statement that is mentioned many times that's connected to this concept. Fadlullah means the virtue of God, the, Allah's virtue. And what are some of the virtues that Allah Ta'ala describes as his Fadl? For example, Allah says what? Being unapologetic. Allah Ta'ala says what? That the believers are who? They are humble towards the other believers. They are powerful against the disbelievers. They strive in the cause of Allah and do not fear the blame of the critic. This is the favor of Allah. So again, subhanAllah, what is the fadl of Allah Ta'ala? This ability to fight, to, to fight, to stand up for what's right, to have courage and to be uh, strong and a warrior. SubhanAllah, this is being described as the fadl of Allah, the, the, the great virtue from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then in addition to that, you have what? You have revelation. And Allah ta'ala describes how it's such a blessing that you want to rejoice in it. Allah ta'ala says, قُلْ بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَبِرَحْمَتِهِ فَبِذَلِكَ فَلْيَفْرَحُوا هُوَ خَيْرٌ مِمَّا يَجْمَعُونَ Allah ta'ala says, what? Say, it is the bounty of Allah and His mercy. In that, let them rejoice. It is better than what they accumulate. فَرِحِينَ بِمَا آتَاهُمُ اللَّهُ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ That Allah ta'ala says, rejoicing in what Allah has bestowed upon them of His bounty. This is again referring to what? Sending revelation. Allah Ta'ala also says what? And the believers amongst those who we have given the scripture previously rejoice at what has been revealed to you, O Muhammad. So several ayat about the you know the fadl of Allah is guidance and it's something that needs to be rejoiced uh, and, and celebrated. The fact that Alhamdulillah Allah Ta'ala sent us revelation. Uh, another uh, other contexts include what uh, you know, for example, Yusuf salam talking about following the tr tr tradition of his forefathers, the blessing of knowing that your father and your father's father and your father's father, all of them were upon the truth, and you get to inherit from that. What Ibrahim wa Ishaq wa Yaqub that Allah says, and I have followed the religion of my forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and it was not for us to associate anything with Allah. That is from the favor of Allah upon us and upon the people. 
Furthermore, you have many different contexts regarding what striving for paradise, uh, being the blessing of Allah, the ability to earn uh, uh, you, through your own hands, working hard. Allah Ta'ala says, وَبْتَهُوا مِنْ You know, go out and seek the blessing of Allah. That's, that means what? Go out and seek Allah Ta'ala's provision. Same thing. وَآخَرُونَ يَضْرِبُونَ فِي الْأَرْضِ يَبْتَهُونَ مِنْ So, these different contexts imply what? You should be the fadl of Allah. Allah's great bounty and virtue is that you should be celebrating revelation, that the fact that you can work and earn on your own, but again, you have this concept of what? Being a warrior, being an unapologetic warrior, being able to stand up for what's right and fight those who are wicked and tyrants. SubhanAllah. Again, probably a context that a lot of us weren't expecting. Final few points, inshallah ta'ala, I want to mention Allah ta'ala, how he used this sentence, لَوْلَا فَضُلُ Had it not been for Allah's virtue, what would we look like had it not been for Allah's virtue? Let's see the different times, because this sentence, uh, had it not been for Allah's virtue, this statement is mentioned multiple times in the Quran. What contexts do they come in so we get a concept and a flavor of this, uh, this, this idea? Allah Ta'ala says, and if, it, uh, if not for the favor of Allah upon you and His mercy, you would have followed shaitan except for a few. So number one, had it not been for Allah's virtue, we would have been following shaitan. Number two is what? Having clarity how to judge cases. That had it not been for the favor of Allah upon you and His mercy, a group of them would have determined to mislead you. Allah Ta'ala in Surah An-Nur talks about uh, having clarity how to judge cases and how to deal with slander. Many different ayat, and, and again Allah says, And again, you have, So three different ayat back to back, pretty close to one another, describing what, how to deal with judging a case, how to deal with slander, what are the laws against slander, all these different contexts are coming up in Surah An-Nur. Uh, and the final point that I want to mention is what? This idea of tezkiyah. Allah says what? Had it not been for the favor of Allah upon you and His mercy, not one of you would have been pure, ever. But Allah purifies whom He wills. So subhanAllah, when you summarize all these points, Allah Ta'ala is saying that without Allah's virtue, had it not been for Allah's virtue, number one, you'd be losers, you'd be following shaitan, you'd have no ability to judge legal cases, and you'd be unable to purify your soul and purify your own self. So subhanAllah, this is the virtue of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is why the Prophet would make this dua when he would make go to bed, he would, uh, as he was lying down, he would say, Alhamdulillah, alladhi kafani wa awani wa at'amani wa saqani wa alladhi manna alayya fa'afmala. That all praise due to Allah who has given me sufficient, uh, sufficiency, given me enough, has guarded me, has given me food, given me drink, and been most gracious to me, has given me his fadl. So how do we apply this name of Allah to ourselves as believers? Well. Uh, we should be gra uh, grateful for Allah's blessings. We should be rejoicing Allah's guidance. We should be passing on those blessings to those in need. But subhanAllah, it seems the primary focus is what? To be brave. To be brave and to be able to face tyranny and evil head on. And may Allah Ta'ala make us of those who stand up for what is just. And may Allah Ta'ala give us bravery. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Jazakul khair. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.